I have a question for you, my Chakra Girl radio listeners. Do you feel like you have a deep connection to your intuition, but you don't know how to use it? Almost like you know you're meant to be a healer of some kind, but you know you have so much healing you need to do on yourself first, and you have no idea where to start. Babe, if you are feeling those whispers from the universe and you're attracted to all the woo-woo things like crystals, tarot cards, you know, it's because your inner goddess knows you have a big purpose in this lifetime and she wants to show you how intuitive you really are. So the first step is to connect to your inner healer goddess archetype so that you can begin to remember those innate abilities and she's closer than you may think. So I've created a fun and easy quiz for you to tap into your subconscious and to really make a connection with your inner healing goddess archetype. And on the results page of the quiz, I'm giving you a list of exactly how to use your powers to heal yourself and to heal the collective. So go take the quiz today and get started on your goddess journey to healing yourself and elevating the collective. So go to quiz.chakragirlco.com slash goddess. That's quiz.chakragirlco.com slash goddess. Chakra Girl Radio with Amberly Lyons is an uncut look into the lives of today's influencers to create real conversation about spirituality, modern girl problems, and the balance between vodka and green juice, gurus and Gucci. We're getting real about the chaos, mistakes, and meltdowns that come along with success. Here's your main chakra girl, Amberly Lyons. Hello, Chakra Clique. Welcome to another episode of Chakra Girl Radio. So happy to have you here. Today, we're connecting with the blogger, Helen Peterson. She's just the sweetest ever. She's the lifestyle blogger behind The Brood Blonde, which focuses on providing inspiration for millennial businesswomen, and it's really all about having a balanced life, and we all need a little bit more balance. We're talking about the power behind showing the world everything about you, not just the good sides. We're talking about how to handle a wedding day blunder. I don't know how she did it. We're also talking about amazing beauty tips. She has so many great tips for you guys. Also the importance of balancing your life and your business because grinding ain't cute and it causes wrinkles. You heard it here first. So I want to give you guys my chakra tip of the week first. So been using herbivore products. If you haven't seen them all over Instagram, what are you even doing with your life? They are products that actually have crystals in them. Um, hello. Like that's my kind of thing. I'm not sponsored by them. Totally open to it. If you want to pass that info along, but I bought a rose quartz body spray, which is like shimmering, glimmery, smells like roses. It's pink. It's cute. I'm obsessed with it. I got a tanzanite, uh, face mask and it's like just this beauty it smells beautiful and tanzanite is amazing for the crown chakra and you kind of like smother it all over your face and let it dry for like 20 minutes and then wipe it off and you just feel so soft and silky and then I also got this lapis oil so I'm obsessed with face oils does anyone else use them I I don't know if I'm doing it right but I basically put the moisturizer on and then I put the oil on top of that I feel like it kind of like locks the moisture and I'm just like obsessed with it I tend to have like red skin and the lapis oil is blue so it like balances it out so I'm not so red all the time I'm really obsessed with anything that has crystals in it or chakra balancing properties I actually was um I haven't bought the product yet, but there's actually a lingerie brand that balances your chakras. I need to check this out. One of my clients tagged me in it and I haven't bought any yet. 
So I want to know from you guys. I want you guys to DM me your favorite products that have crystals or any kind of chakra balancing properties to it. Um, I'm like all about promoting that kind of stuff and I just want to try it all. So let me know what is good. DM me at the Chakra Girl Co. on Insta. There's also, there's so many like crystal dildo brands out there and I'm kind of into it. I need to like check these out. I, I mean, okay, not gonna lie. I bought one, haven't used it. We're being real. <laughs> I bought it because it was like this two for one Yanni egg situation. And I was like, okay, I wanted a Yanni egg. Why not get the crystal dildo? It's rose quartz. It's pretty. It's pink. You can use it to meditate. You don't have to use it to masturbate. Um, but it's like, I don't know. Maybe I will one day. Maybe I'll share it with you guys. Are we are we going that deep on this podcast? I think we are. Um, so I've been a bit of an online shopping freak lately, and it's kind of embarrassing because I have to like go get my packages from my concierge because I don't know why they don't just buzz them up. Anyways, it's fine. But I have to go down and get them, and I literally am down there like probably every time I take my dog out, so like three times a day, and there's always something. And it's kind of getting ridiculous because I have to carry these big boxes and I'm like have my dog and it's kind of embarrassing, but also good. But one thing that I did, which is, (laughs) I feel so, I'm so mad at myself. So I bought this lamp for my living room and I'm just a savage when I open packages. Like there is no like box cutter for me. Like I will rip it open if I have to use my teeth. I'll do it. So I ripped this box open. I actually grabbed scissors because like I just was just impatient and there was just cardboard wrapped all around this fucking lap. So I'm cutting it with the scissors, cutting it with scissors. And I cut through the fucking cord of the lamp. So now I can't even use it unless someone has a soldering iron. I I Googled it. I was like, I wonder if I could just like twist the wires around each other, put some tape around there. My husband's like, that sounds like a hazard and not a good idea. But then I Googled it and it said I would need a soldering iron or soldering gun or something like that. I don't really know what that is, but... If there's any handyman out there, please let me know what to do because it's a really pretty lamp. I can't return it now. I just, I just need help, guys. So DM me about that too. Okay, now let's get to the actual show with Helen from the Brood Blonde. You guys are absolutely going to love her. Here we go. Hello, everyone. I'm so excited to have Helen Peterson here. She's just the sweetest. She's a lifestyle blogger behind The Brood Blonde, which focuses on providing inspiration for millennial businesswomen from fashion posts to healthy living. Helen aims to inspire young women not just to work hard on their business, but to take care of their bodies and splurge on themselves a little bit, which I absolutely love. Um, So life is all about balance, and Helen's purpose is to relate to other women on the topics that matter, career relationship, self-care, and a bit of girly fashion, because of course, why not? So welcome to the show. How's it going, Helen? Hi. Wow. Thank you so much for such an amazing introduction. (laughs) I'm good. How's everything going with you? So good. Very chakra-y and fun over here. Lots of crystals in the closet. I was telling Helen that I'm podcasting from my closet today because there's so much echo in my condo. So it's kind of funny. I've got like 
a romper hitting me in the face right now, but we're working with it. (laughs) That's amazing. Well, you got to do what you got to (laughs) do. Exactly. Exactly. So we love to start the podcast off with some rapid fire questions, which are just like fun, but get us to know that kind of like fun side of you. So first question, do you have a daily ritual? So I would like to say I have multiple daily rituals and that's not to say it's the same every day, but it's kind of different going day to day. So sometimes I just don't have nearly as much time as I would like to have to take care of myself, but I always make sure that I have a couple of minutes in the morning, whether it's like three or 20 to meditate or do some sort of stretching yoga. I have to have my uh, routine coffee drink that I make in the mornings. <laughs> and that kind of what is the routine coffee drink? Um, it's so it's kind of like a bulletproof coffee. Um, I use you know an organic coffee bean that I um coffee beans that I blend, and then I add in Vital Proteins, which is a collagen powder that I've just been obsessed with. And if you read my blog, you know I am just a big fan of their products but it's helped my hair and skin tremendously, which is amazing. And then I also add some grass-fed butter, which some people think is really weird, (laughs) and um, either half and half or like coconut milk or almond milk, whatever I'm feeling that day. And I blend it all up in my Nutribullet, actually. So it gives it that like frothy, tasty latte feel. Yeah. So that's kind of my morning routine. And I've been doing that for the past couple months. And I used to be such a tea drinker because I'm Russian. And that was like the big thing for my family. And lately, it's just been more coffee. So Oh my gosh. So is the Russian tea chai? Is that their kind of thing? Or is it just any kind of tea? It's really like any kind of tea. I think it depends on what area of Russia, who you're, you know, what your family, um, what their traditions are. My family was all about black tea, actually. So I grew up drinking black tea since I was like five years old. I would, oh my gosh, yeah, in the mornings before school, I would have my black tea with my little like breakfast crackers or whatever we would have. And looking back, I just laugh because I'm like, that's so not typical American child you know you don't have black tea in the morning we would just have like well we would have like just sugar filled cereal which was probably way worse (laughs) I know and I wonder why I'm so short and maybe it's because (laughs) of the (laughs) are the rumors true are the rumors true I know so funny I love that um you had to build up the the caffeine tolerance. Yeah, I mean, caffeine literally does nothing for me. So when I say my coffee drink in the, in the morning is a necessity, it's not even to help me get going or anything. It really is just I love the taste. And then the things that I add into it, the good fats and the collagen has just really helped me as far as, um, you know, just energizing in the morning for my workouts or whatever yoga I might be doing. Um, And then the collagen, like I said, is one of my favorite things because of the benefits that I've seen from it. So that's kind of that coffee drink is my go to in the mornings. That's part of my daily ritual. Otherwise, I always just try to get some sort of movement. in. sometimes, like I said, it's a couple minutes and sometimes it can be, you know, a full blown workout or going to a hot yoga class or something like that. So I, regardless of how long I give myself at least a few minutes in the mornings to just take care of my body. So amazing. Such good tips. I love that. Do you, are you a crystal crystals girl or an oils girl? 
So I actually, I don't know a lot about the crystals, but I do love oils. Um, I have a diffuser that we use in our bedroom and we have another one in the office. And then, so I have a couple oils that I love and I, there's also a couple oils that I like to use for my skin as well. Um, one of the ones that's one of my favorites is like a cayenne aid essential oil that I mix with a little bit of coconut oil and it helps with like uh, sore muscles or muscle tightness recovery after injuries Uh uh-huh that's been like actually cayenne like cayenne spicy cayenne pepper yeah so I don't know exactly how it's processed or made but um one of the one that I have right now which I'm really bummed she's not making it anymore is from Natura Kalina she has a really great skincare line and unfortunately she stopped making this specific product but her that's where I started finding it was her from her. And so now I need to find a different place to get it, but it is a cayenne oil that, so it's a little bit warm and it gives you that feel that you would get from like an icy hot, but it's okay. That totally makes sense. Cause cayenne kind of has that, like, not like overly spicy, but like warm mm-hmm. vibe to it. Yeah. Okay. I need to try this. So many good tips already. <laughs> I'm obsessed. I love it. Okay. What is your go-to cocktail order? Oh my gosh. Okay. Right now it is a jalapeno margarita actually. So you are a spicy girl. I am. It's funny. And I go through phases because for a long time it was a Moscow mule. Um, and lately I've just been so into tequila and yeah, jalapeno margarita with like a silver tequila, uh, salt on the rim. If you throw in some like habanero sauce in there, um, I like it. I don't know. It's so weird, but that's been my thing lately. So as it's getting a little bit warmer, I love that. Yeah. So good. And tequila is like the cleanest alcohol. Yeah, it is. Especially if you get a good quality, it goes down easy. It's not as bad for you, maybe, as some other alcoholic drinks. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> we like to pretend it's good for you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm always that girl that. I order a margarita without the um, sweet and sour and bartenders at like places that aren't necessarily like a higher end place. So more just like pubs or sports bars, they'll look at me like I'm crazy and be like, I want it without the sweet and sour. (laughs) So funny. I love it. Okay. What is your worst habit? Um, uh, Gosh, probably not sleeping enough in the sense that I will stay up too late sometimes um working on my blog or I'll like fall asleep on the couch with my laptop on my lap and my husband's just like can you please like just come to bed at a normal hour sometimes so I'm trying to get better about that but that's something I think I need to clean up a little bit, but <laughs> maybe it's all the caffeine. <laughs> it, but it's not that I'm not necessarily tired. It's just I can't stop working. <laughs> yeah, I totally feel that. Um, awesome. So, last question: What is your favorite fashion trend of the moment? I have to say, oh gosh, um, probably I have a couple, but one of them is going to be either rompers or jumpers. I love this just, I think they're so flattering, especially for me, put on a pair of heels with a good jumper. And that's just a perfect outfit in my mind right now. Totally. So especially with spring around the corner. Yeah, and I love that you can like dress them up or down. Like you could wear them with some like cute little flats, or you could wear them with like a leather jacket or like spice it up with some boots. 
Yes, exactly. Sweet. And all about the romper life. So (laughs) love that. Such good tips already. So tell us about your blog and your Instagram. Everything's just so beautiful and you have the best tips for everything. So how did you get into this world? Yeah, well, thank you for that. Um, I guess I started blogging technically a couple of years ago when I first started my Instagram and I started a lot of my followers now know me or knew me as Shred Before You Wed. So I was all about fitness. I was working as a personal trainer right after college. I had decided I did not want to go to grad school and my whole plan kind of got turned upside down. I didn't really know what I wanted to do anymore. I just knew what I didn't want to do. And so I was working as a personal trainer in a gym and I would start kind of posting stuff on Instagram about, um, you know, healthy fitness, healthy tips or fitness tricks and stuff. And I would post videos or workouts and that's kind of where I started. And then in the last year and a half or so, I started realizing that I was so consumed in the fitness industry and that it was kind of all I was about, even though it wasn't really all I was about. So basically I kind of rebranded. And I told myself around this time last year that I was going to kind of take a couple months to think about what I really wanted to do with my blog and with my Instagram and who I really wanted to show people that I was. And I just got married in August. And I thank you. And I just kind of was realizing that fitness wasn't my entire life. There were so many other aspects of my life that I enjoyed. And you know, oh, part of it is fashion and part of it is just regular lifestyle talking about married life. And, you know, I started thinking about what I really wanted to make my blog. And so I totally rebranded, like I said, and I created Brood Blonde. And the name kind of came up just because I started thinking um, it would be everything brewed together is Helen. So it's kind of, you know, lifestyle, fitness, fashion. I have tips for all those things versus just the fitness stuff. So that's kind of how I started Brewed Blonde. And I actually just launched the rebranded site in October of 2017. So it hasn't been very long, but I, um, my numbers, you know, increased, not that it's all about numbers, but I just realized that a lot of people loved what I was, you know, showing way more because I was showing so much more than just abs and a nice butt or, you know, healthy food or whatever. I was showing people who I really was versus just that one side of me, I guess. Yeah. And I just feel like today more than ever, people are looking for like deep, authentic connections. Like they want to know all sides. Mm -hmm. I love that. So tell us about your wedding. (laughs) it was so fun I mean people say it's gonna be you know the best day ever and all this stuff and I have to say it really truly was an amazing day it's such a blur because you know it just goes so fast and I would like to I mean I don't even not that I would like to say but I'd like to think it was because I was drinking and that's why it was a blur but I honestly so a couple days before my wedding I haven't shared the story with that many people but um, I got a really bad mouth infection. I'm, I was supposed to have gotten my wisdom teeth out oh, no. months before, and I decided I would just wait until after our honeymoon. And so three days before our wedding, I woke up in the middle of the night with the worst pain in my mouth, and I woke up and I had you know a softball on the side of my face. My cheek was so swollen, and I woke up <laughs> at like 5 a.m. We were staying with my parents because... Um, 
we live in Oregon now, but the wedding was in San Diego in California. And um, I told my mom, you know, I woke her up and I was freaking out and I was crying and I'm like, my face looks so horrible and my mouth hurts so bad. And so she um, was, you know, calling around to different dentists in the area who might be open. And I woke Tyler up and my dad and, you know, of course, them being like men, they're just like, oh, just take some ibuprofen. It'll go down. It's not that yeah. big a deal. <laughs> and my mom and I were like, no, we can't risk anything because our wedding is in three days. So um, anyways, we actually ended up finding a dentist that got me in right away. Um, it was an infection. They gave me antibiotics. And because of that, they told me, you know, don't drink a lot oh, no. with the antibiotics. Cause You're like, just not but it's my to. wedding. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so I told, you know, the dentist son, he's like, yeah, it's okay. If you drink some, just try not to drink, you know, too much and all this stuff. And so I was a little paranoid about that. I still, had champagne and a couple cocktails and stuff throughout the day. But, um, so I mean, it was, but it was just a blur, not just because of, you know, drinking alcohol or whatever, but anyways, we, um, my family actually owns a wedding rental business in San Diego. And so we used all of, you know, of course their rustic furniture and everything. Oh, how perfect. Yeah, I know. And my sister and my mom were amazing and helping me plan the whole thing. Um, we just had a day of coordinator. Otherwise we coordinated the whole thing ourselves. And, you know, it was stressful the last couple months leading up to it, but um, it all came together and it was beautiful and it was just such a fun day. So I love, I love that. I feel like, did you have like a moment where you were like, okay, so I have this mouth infection. I'm on antibiotics. I don't feel a hundred percent, but I need to just like stay positive. Yeah. I mean, after the initial breakdown, like, of course there had to be an initial breakdown, I was thinking at the end of the day, regardless if my face doesn't look perfect, we're going to have a beautiful wedding. We're going to have all the people we love there and, you know, it's going to work out fine. And you have to just kind of have that mindset regardless of how you look. Cause I mean, pictures are important, but (laughs) there's a lot of other important things about your wedding. And so I think just realizing, you know, stressing out about it, isn't going to change anything. Um, but, and of course my friends and family were trying to tell me, you know, it's not, um, that big of a deal and it doesn't look that bad, but then there was the nail salon lady. We were all getting our nails done, you know, the two days before the wedding. And she actually was like, oh my gosh, you're getting married in two days. What's wrong with your face? Like it really, oh my God. <laughs> I, know. I was like, wow, that is so rude. But, um, they're always the most honest people, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> it's a funny story now, looking back on it. You know, it's fun to talk about because it worked out fine and all. But, yeah, you have to. And that's the lesson. It's like, I think I read some stat, and it was like only 90% or something like 90% of the things that we were about worry about actually happen. And then when those things do happen, like only – and like 90% of the things that actually do happen were, are like not as bad as we thought they would be, or they were like way easier than we thought they would be. So it's like, okay, yeah. If I, if, if I thought about this happening, I would be like, yeah, that would really be terrible. But then when it actually happens, you're like, yeah, I'll figure it out. It's fine. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you can relate that to so many moments in your life and so many stressful situations, but at the end of the day, you have to have a positive mindset or else, 
you're just always going to be stressed out about something, you know? A hundred percent. I love that. So um, as a newlywed with a blog and a job and a podcast, tell us about the podcast too. But how do you, um, like, how do you manage it all? What are your like top tips for being so balanced? Yeah, I'm still trying to figure it all out. <laughs> we, my friend Kaylee and I, she's my co-host. We started our podcast a couple months ago. We're on episode uh, 19 or 20 now coming up, but we started it. It's called Balancing Your Hustle. And the reason why we started it is because we both work uh, typical, you know, in quotations, jobs that require a lot of time, um, maybe in an office for her. She works from home, but then she travels a lot. And so for the two of us, it was fun kind of, we would just chat about balancing our lives. Um, you know, just the two of us, we would talk about it. And then we started thinking, cause we both listened to a ton of podcasts and we love the whole podcast world and the idea of it. And the fact that you actually get to hear people's voices and you can't just hide behind the camera, you know? And so, um, we decided to just go for it and launch it. We joke because our first couple episodes are, you know, not that great. And we had some technical difficulties and we didn't really know what we were doing, but now we're kind of, you know, we have the flow of it and we're, we have some amazing guests lined up and we've had amazing guests already on. And it's just so fun to be able to talk to other people that are also balancing multiple things in life, in their life. And there's just, you know, if you kind of put feelers out there, you can meet so many incredible people just by asking them questions or asking them to, you know, be on your podcast or just to talk about something or whatever it might be. And so that's been really fun. It's definitely a new thing for both of us, but we're really glad that we decided to do it. Totally. And like you said, I just am such a believer that sharing our stories, whether they're like good or bad, um, it's just like kind of like permissions that for other people to go through their own struggles and to come out of them on the other side. So I love that you're doing that. So tell us a little bit about like your community, like how has community like been a big support in moving your purpose and your passion forward? Yeah, I think what's kind of fun with this whole, you know, social media thing. And a lot of people have negative things to say about it. You know, there's people that have been bullied on social media, which I think is horrible. And just like we were just talking about, you have to see the positive side and things or else you're always going to be focusing on the negative. And so with social media, I've just kind of realized that there's uh, incredible people out there that you get to meet. And so with my community, I feel like I've kind of grown with them. So I've had a lot of the same followers for the past couple of years. My growth has been totally organic, which is great. And it's one of those things where I've never had this, you know, burst of increase of followers or something like that, but it's just been a slowly, you know, slowly growing community of women that we I don't know, we've kind of grown up together and it's cool to see my, you know, girls that follow me a couple of years ago, they are doing this or that, or they're getting married or they're starting a new job or they're moving to a different city or whatever it might be. And it's fun because, you know, not only is it people that are following me, but then people that I love to follow as well that are really inspirational. And so I think it's just kind of in a weird way, like, yeah, an international community that you get to just meet different people. And if you see the positive side in it and really open yourself up to relationships, um, 
there's a lot there that can be had. I mean, me and my co-host actually for our podcast, Kaylee, Christina, she, um, we met on social media, even though we both lived in San Diego at the time we met on Instagram and that's how we became such good friends and, you know, started meeting up in person and stuff. So I love that. Yeah. My best friend, I'm in Vancouver. She's in LA and we met on Instagram, but we like fly back and forth to see each other all the time. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, so funny. Well, it's just like a funny thing because like you grow up and like you're in elementary school and then you're in high school and then it's like you have a job and you have this like small pocket of friends to choose from. You just like but now, like with social media, you literally have the world at your fingertips and you can be so much more selective with who you give your time and energy to. That's so true. Yeah. And being able to meet other girls that are, you know, that either have blogs or podcasts or their own businesses, it's definitely helped me realize that I'm not the only person that doesn't respond to people's texts right away or that can't yeah. hang out on the weekends because I have work to do, you know, or a photo shoot to do or something. So, for me, that's really helped me realize who, you know, there's other people out there like myself that have these goals or side hustles or whatever you want to call them. And so I think social media obviously has helped with that a lot. 100%. And I know I did, but did you have like any moments where you had like your other friends not necessarily understand and have to be like, okay, um, I need to either clean house and start fresh with the friends or just kind of like change how you are like connecting with people. Yeah. It's funny. Cause I feel like I've lost a lot of relationships, not necessarily, you know, in a moment, but just over time in the last couple of years, Part of it has to be the fact that we moved from, I grew up in San Diego and um, I lived there all through college. And it was just a year and a half ago that my husband and I moved back to Oregon, which is his home state. And so moving made me realize who I was really close with because those people I, you know, stayed connected with and everything. And then there's also just the people that it's funny when I rebranded, actually a couple of people stopped either um, kind of sent me some mean messages being like, that's not who I see you as, or, you know, um, you kind of, I don't know, I don't want to say like lied, but people um, told me that I wasn't, I was trying to be someone I wasn't, mm. which was really hurtful, because I was just trying to expand versus sticking to, you know, just exactly. Yeah. yeah. I feel like people just want you to stay in the same place because that's where they're comfortable. And it really says more about them than about you. And I know like when yeah. I, I, when I have like clients or friends or whoever, people that are like just starting a business and they're like, yeah, like, I don't know. I'm afraid I'm going to like lose certain friends. And it's like, you know what? You probably will. <laughs> but you're going to oh, be making sure. well, yeah. for so many more people. And similar, similarly to what you said, like I got married in Italy and that's when I was like, oh, I know who my real friends are. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's so true. And um, we, I mean, it's just been such a journey because I feel like people think they know you and, you know, the people that are willing to grow with you and watch you grow and support you and your growth and stuff. I feel like those are the ones that you want to keep around. And the other ones that have something negative to say about what you're doing or who you're becoming, then people just grow apart. And I don't think that's anyone's fault. I think it's just 
how it's supposed to kind of happen, you know? Yeah. So. Well, that's, gosh, every, everyone should always be evolving and changing. So yeah. I think that's... Where did you get married? In Italy. We yeah. actually had our honeymoon there. Oh, really? Okay, because I was going to ask you when in August you got married, because we got married August 2nd in Sicily. Oh, cool. We got married August 13th. Okay. And then we were in, well, we stayed in Italy. We went to um, the Amalfi Coast for two weeks after the wedding. So we were in Sicily for a week and then Amalfi Coast for two weeks. Then we went to Croatia and Greece and Paris. Oh my gosh. How amazing. Yeah. It was, it was really fabulous. How long were you guys like out there for? Yeah. We were gone for a month. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We, I know we had a good, like, 15 day honeymoon and we were in Portugal for the first week and then for the second week so nice I've been dying to go to Portugal yeah I was I had no idea what to expect Tyler kind of planned that part of the trip because um he had been wanting to go there and I kind of just left it in his hands and I'm I was amazed by the culture and the people are incredible and the food's incredible yeah and the little you know cities and stuff there's so many fun things to do and it's just so different but it was so amazing yeah a lots of good blog content I'm sure <laughs> yeah unfortunately I didn't have my lifestyle blog at that point so oh. I didn't really get to share much about it which is another reason on that trip I was thinking I should be able to post about my honeymoon and I can't you know because that's not shred before you wed that's not fitness and so um that kind of was a decision maker and what I wanted to do with my blog. So I love that. Do you have any exciting travel planned? We are hoping to for one year to actually go to Canada. Oh, <laughs> so, come yeah. Yes. We're I in Canada. Know. I was going to ask you where exactly, um, what area you're in and what you would recommend. Yeah. So if you definitely come to Vancouver, um, and yeah, I'm in Olympic Village, which is really nice. But like Yale Town's really – I mean, Vancouver is so small. It really doesn't matter where you spend. You could like – you could literally like w- like ride your bike from one side of downtown to the other side in like 20 minutes. Oh, wow. I didn't realize it was that small. Yeah. Well, you go – like you can ride your bike along like the seawall, like right along the ocean. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, like it's – well, that's just like the downtown core. And that's like where I would okay. stay. Yeah. so fun Vancouver trip I know next on the blog (laughs) yeah we're thinking Canada and then um Australia hopefully in the next at least year and a half or so we've been wanting to do that one for a while Tyler's actually a lot more well-traveled than I am and so now I'm like well I have to catch up to all these places that you visited so you have the bug (laughs) so good so next I would like to do a little segment that I call manic moments and manifesting so we talk about the last meltdown that we had our last manic moment and then something that we've manifested lately so I can go first just to give you some time to think about it but my last manic moment so this weekend I had three nights of drinking in a row. My husband and I went out for dinner Thursday and that resulted in drinking four, four glasses of wine, which was not necessary. <laughs> um, and then Friday night, we went to the hockey game as good Canadians do. And my dad was in town. He likes his beer. So we were we went out after the game and had a few drinks. 
but we were relatively responsible that night. And then <laughs> Saturday night, went out with my girlfriends to one of their houses and had wine and cheese. And like, I probably drank a bottle and a half of wine. And <laughs> yeah, I can relate actually this past weekend with the more, but okay, <laughs> so it's not just me. It's not just you. <laughs> and like, usually I wake up and I'm like so shamed and like anxious, but I wasn't feeling that. So that was good. But for the last two nights, I've had nightmares about, because ho- like I host retreats. So I've had nightmares about hosting a retreat and not being organized. Like people coming to the retreat and being like, so what are we doing today? And me being like, I don't know. What do you want to do? Oh my gosh. And then I wake up all anxious and I'm like, is my, are my dreams t- trying to tell me that I think I'm irresponsible? I'm like trying to figure <laughs> out what, what is the universe telling me? So I had a bit of like, it wasn't a meltdown, but it was a definite like full on like questioning my life. Moment. Yeah. Do you believe in dreams being something that can kind of tell you what's going on in life or what? What's oh, hundred percent. Yeah. And especially since I've been doing Kundalini yoga, I've been having like insanely I mean I've always had vivid dreams but the kundalini dreams have been real like definitely having messages um so yeah I definitely think that these ones I just haven't been able to fully piece together but maybe it's something I just need to wait on and it'll all make sense yeah that's so funny because my mom actually is very much into that and she'll have dreams that she then um she'll you know tell us something about and then something actually manifests out of it and it's very similar to what she had said it's almost like she knows what's coming which is really crazy but um so she's definitely a believer in that I feel like I might I I do think there's something there I think I don't give myself enough time to actually like think about it and realize what might be you know, what actually is what my dreams actually mean. Yeah. Um, so I mean, that's something I need to work on. (laughs) Do you have like a resource you go to? No, I just like, I always can figure it out. Like I'll just journal it. And it's usually like, okay, what do I need? It's like, what do I need to learn? Or like, what do I need to know? Or like, what do I need to feel? And like, what is my dream telling me about how, how to like have that? That's usually what it comes down to for me. But I like every morning I, 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 um, I do a Kundalini meditation and then I journal like whatever came to me. And like often it's like something contemplative about my dreams. Okay. That's awesome. (gasps) Yeah. So that's my manic moment. Something I've manifested. Um, I just did. So I just like, I, I like to call it an unlaunch. So in my business, like launching is like this crazy thing where you like have a new product and you like write a quadrillion emails, which isn't even a real word. Um, and you are just like always working and like trying to launch this program and like sell it out. I did like an unlaunch where I was like, I'm just going to make this so easy. I'm going to announce it. I'm going to talk about it. And I filled it up with barely any effort. So I just manifested by like really like sitting back. I was able to like really receive. So wow, it's not crazy how that can happen sometimes. Hundred percent. It's like you can like it's like when you like finally are ready to receive, you receive it. But if you're like pushing for, it's like you, it's like energy, right? Like if you're pushing energy forward, no energy can come towards you because you're so busy pushing. So it's like if you sit back and like open up to receiving it, then it can come in. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Yes. I think that's something. So tell us about a manic moment. Um, okay. So <laughs> I, 
We are renting a house currently, so we don't, we're obviously not going to be in here forever. We're hoping in the next year or so we'll be able to, um, you know, have our own house or whatever it might be. And so we're in this house though for another year and we have a really nice entry room in this house. And there's so much potential with that entry room to be a really cozy living room. And it's something I've been thinking about for a while. But my husband just won't get on board with the fact that he doesn't think it's, you know, worth the investment to get furniture. And um, I mean, we have like a table in there and we have some chairs and stuff. So it's not like it's totally bare. But he's kind of like, well, why would we get certain furniture and rugs and stuff if we don't know for sure that it's going to fit into whatever house we're going to end up with? And to me, it's really important to have like a cute, cozy living area where I could do my work and, you know, and so um, we had kind of been talking about it the last couple of weeks and stuff. And about a week ago, I don't know if I was just having one of those days or what the situation was, but I totally just had a complete meltdown and was like, you, because a lot of the furniture we have is from his apartment that he had back in San Diego before we, you know, were together and we lived together and stuff. And so we haven't really got much furniture together and so I started being like you don't even care that none of this furniture is mine and you don't want me to have like my own little corner of the house you know and I was just going off about the fact that it's all his fault that our house is full of furniture and it's not mine you know <laughs> I will say I totally, yeah, no I will say I totally get it I feel like you need to I know for myself like I need to have like visual stimulation like it yeah. is something that's like really important to me like it has to feel right and yeah it's nice to buy furniture together I'm on your side I would have done it too yeah, well, so I'm happy to say that, um, you know, through compromise and talking and all that stuff, we decided that I can put together kind of what my dream room would be in that space and see how much it would cost and see what stuff, you know, we would get and everything. And then we can make a final decision on if it would be, you know, something that we can afford and something that we would do right now. Um, so at least I have hope, but <laughs> I love that. Well, you know what? That's really good. I actually just used this program called Havenly and it's like this online thing and it's like $80 and you like send them pictures of your room and like measurements and stuff. And you say like, this is my budget like pick out and these are the things that I need. Can you like pick them out for me? And it's like an interior decorator. And like she picked out really cute stuff. Yeah. You know, it's crazy. Um, did you post about that recently? I feel like I saw no. that on Instagram. No, I didn't. Okay. It must have been someone else or maybe it was an ad. I feel like Instagram and Google and stuff, they know which ads to just send yeah, you away. Because they, I totally they heard you fighting with, yeah, they heard you fighting yeah. with your husband about the couch and they sent you that. <laughs> I know that's probably exactly what happened. <laughs> so creepy how that happens I know that's so funny but yeah so that was kind of my meltdown amazing (laughs) and have you manifested anything so can I go back a couple years is that yeah totally yeah okay so it's not a recent one obviously but um so basically towards the end of college I was really holding on to this heartbreak of a relationship that ended and it didn't really end in the most positive way and it was someone that I really thought I was going to you know end up with and everything and looking back now I'm really glad that wasn't the situation and everything but um I was really kind of just 
down on myself as far as like self-confidence and stuff thinking, you know, as a lot of girls do, like if this guy doesn't love me, like why and what's wrong with me? And um, I kind of got myself out of that and started, you know, being open more to the fact that that wasn't what was meant to be. And I was gaining back my confidence and just kind of, you know, living independent life. And at the time, um, it wasn't necessarily that I wanted a relationship right then and there, but I started telling myself, you know what, like I am going to end up with the right person and I'm going to have an amazing relationship with someone that really understands my personality and what I want to do with my future. And, you know, cause as someone that's an entrepreneur and who wants to work remote for the rest of my life and who doesn't want to have a typical job and everything. I think it's um, one of those, it's kind of hard for everyone to get on board with that. And I feel like you have to have the right partner in that. And so early on, I started kind of thinking that, you know, this is the lifestyle I'm going to be living. And so I want to end up with someone that's similar. And so I started manifesting, I guess, if you want to put it that way, um, my future relationship with someone I didn't even know yet, which is really weird to think about. But um, it was something that was really important to me. And so I would journal about kind of what I wanted in a partner, you know, and it wasn't like physical traits, but it was more their spiritual, you know, side and what their goals would be and all that stuff. And so anyways, I mean, um, obviously, I ended up with an amazing man. And he's one that I was totally, you know, hoping for. And I think, I guess I just wanted to share that because it felt like I was in such a bad place in that, you know, part of my life. And then I was able to kind of get myself out of it and manifest a relationship that actually is positive and more than anything I could have imagined. So does that count? Is that that. a good one? Oh, 100%. And like, that's exactly like the first step that I always teach in manifesting is clarity. And the fact that you like wrote it out, that's so, so powerful and was probably like a big part in how you like found your way to each other. So that's so amazing. Yeah, thank you. I know it it was kind of, it's crazy looking back on it. But in that moment in time, I was like, this is important to me. And I never want to feel the way that I felt, you know, before. And I want someone in my life, that's going to support me and let me be myself, you know? And if, if, I don't know, if you can't, if you can be a blogger's like husband, you are pretty amazing (laughs) because there's so much behind the scenes that goes on that people might not realize. And just, you know, for him to be able to put up with all the stuff and now it's just getting busier and busier and for him to, you know, keep up with it and support it and all that stuff. It's really, is I feel very blessed, but yes. Shout out to all the blogger husbands holding the cameras <laughs> and dealing with the shit. <laughs> yes, there's a lot of shit that goes. Oh on. yeah, oh, no, I know. I'm like my head is constantly elsewhere, <laughs> so it's like yeah. My husband is a very patient man as well. Yeah, I know, and it's it's so funny because you know I post pictures of us and we'll have a really cute pose or whatever it might be. And what people don't know is that, you know, he had to be up for being in those photos with me and retaking a bunch of photos and putting on the outfit that I told him to put on. And, you know, there's just like all those little things that they have to deal with. And I've, yeah, I try to tell him as much as I can that I appreciate it, but I think at times I'm just spoiled too. And I just now expect it, which is horrible, 
But <laughs> and then you like get mad when they don't do it, right? Like I'm like, hold the camera straight. Like, why are you doing it like that? <laughs> I know that's so true. Does your husband take a lot of your photos and stuff too? Um, like when we're traveling, yeah. But otherwise, no. Like okay. I don't. I don't really go there with him. <laughs> yeah, Which but he I- has like. He has, like, the good iPhone, like, the 10 or whatever he has. So it's, like, his photo, his phone takes such good photos. So I'm trying to get him back into it. (laughs) That's so funny. Yeah. (laughs) So funny. Well, I love it. Thank you so much. So why don't we just, like, tell everyone, like, if they want to get in touch with you or if they want to, like, just learn all your amazing tips on balance and career and lifestyle and fashion, like, what is the best way to be a part of your community? Yeah. So I have my Instagram, obviously. It's at brood.blonde. And then our podcast right now is really such a fun place. We've gotten, you know, some emails and comments and messages of people that just love listening to it on their commute to work and stuff. And so we're on iTunes and Google Play as well as our website. And it's all just balancing your hustle. So just search that and you'll find us. And the blog is broodblonde.com. And on there, I have an email list actually as well. And so if you're part of the email list, you get a little more of the juicy stuff. You get freebies and tips. And um, I always recap my blog posts from the week on there and kind of try to give those people a little bit more love. So um, that's kind of, those are kind of the main platforms that you can find me on. Amazing. And I'll post all those details in the show notes. So Helen, thank you so much. It's been so great to chat with you. And I'm just excited to see everything else that comes next for you. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. This is so fun. Yay. Okay. Bye, Helen. Thank you so much for being a chill Shocker Girl and tuning in to Shocker Girl Radio. Don't forget to subscribe and give us a five-star rating. You can find more info on Chakras and on Amber Lee at theshockergirlco.com. And follow all the glam and grounded goodness on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at theshockergirlco. Amber Lee loves engaging with her listeners, so DM her anytime.